In the spirit of reconciliation, Tabletop Unknown acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Hello and welcome back to Tabletop Unknown, the show where we playtest lesser-known tabletop RPGs. My name is Will and with me, as always, the man who needs no introduction. Oh, okay. Well, I just won't, <laughs> I just won't say who I am then if I apparently don't need an Sorry, who are you? Get out. Oh, sorry. Anyway, I'm, <laughs> goodbye. I'm going. No, hello. My name is Jesse. I'm the other co-host of this fun, fun, fun show that we, that we, that we do uh, in our I, free time. I feel like if we have to tell people it's a fun, fun, fun show, it's not really a fun, fun, fun show. <laughs> I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to convince myself that I'm going to have fun. Um, I'm just glad that you no longer have access to the preloaded sound effects on the board, so... Um, with the did it, did it, did it, because I was listening to the episode the other day and it was genuinely funny. I was very confused for a second, but yes, Tim uh, talked me into far too many of those sound effects. Yeah, so. of course he did. Yeah. Um, very exciting. Today we are playing Cyberpunk Red, mm. uh, which is a system we have been trying to do for quite a while. Yeah, just um, life seemed to get in the way. Yeah, mm. it happens. It happens. But we're here now, and that's what's important. We're very excited. Uh, Cyberpunk Red is Cyberpunk is one of my favorite genres and. IPs and worlds. So mm. I'm really happy to be here and I'm really happy to be playing as well. And I'm very grateful that you're DMing. Will. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm happy to take it on. But knowing that you love it so much, I am scared as well because uh, the lore is scary. There's a lot. Ooh, There's yeah. a lot of lore. It um, is not a nice world. It's sort of borders on Grimdark, which if you're not familiar mm. with Grimdark, it just, everything sucks. Everyone's yeah. bad. Um, there is no hope. There's no, there's no. It's like things. It's like Blade Runner, but dirtier. That's sort of how I tend to describe <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, and to Blade Runner is pretty, pretty rough and dirty. So well, it's got Harrison Ford in it. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're not familiar with the world of Cyberpunk, have a have a have a listen to the first 15 minutes of the last episode. If you usually do skip those, you we know do what? Listen to the whole episode. Listen to the whole episode. It's a good episode, Jesse. <laughs> it is. Um, but I know some people just are here for the stories, and that's so fine. That's fine. My mum would turned off our first episode in the first 10 minutes. She's like, I don't get this. <laughs> yeah, and I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I was like, you gotta just listen Listen to the gameplay episodes, Mum. What are you doing? I think it was also how, like, the explicit. I feel like that was there was a lot of cum jokes for some reason at one point as well. Probably. I mean, look, it's it's us. So, but yes, yeah. if you're not familiar with the world, um, we do a, a pretty quick dive into the law. But mm -hmm. essentially, um, it's all dirty. America's fallen. They're in a bunch of city states. Mm. Um, cyberware is like attaching robot parts to yourself that you control. Mm. The internet is not what it used to be. It's all broken up into bits. Yep. Um, everything costs money. Corporations rule everything. It's a capitalist nightmare. Um, that's, that's Sorry, what are you describing? Are you describing my drive here? I'm or are you describing, describing <laughs> yeah, pretty much uh, our current predicament, but cooler, um, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> but, but yeah, so um, yeah. without uh, that's, that's pretty much it before we yeah. actually get into it. So... Um, why don't we introduce our lovely guests? Let's do our guests first. Yeah. Too, although I did say I'd show them how to do their I, introduction. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Let's do you first. Um, so I am playing a nomad outrider called Maisie Locks. Mm. Um, and we spoke about this before, but I actually rolled our life path, my life path, path first. Yes. Gave me a bunch of information. And I was like, cool, I'm definitely a nomad based on this. Yeah. So... Um, Maisie, she has a big red bandana around her neck, like much like myself. Well, I'm not wearing it today, which is actually rare. That's why I didn't know who you were at the yep. start of the episode. I was yeah. like, wait a second, no short, like you got short hair, yeah, no long scarf. hair's gone, What's no going scarf. On? Yeah, um, she wears like metallic gold lipstick, and she has metallic gold hair. Mm. Um, she has a brown leather western corset, brown leather bustle skirt, and mm -hmm. then black denim jeans. Yep. and a golden cyber arm. Yeah, lovely. Um, yeah, Nomad is like a driver. They're like a they're like bands, uh, sort of like gangs of drivers. Like but they're more like tribes, big families, almost. tribes. Yeah. Tribes yeah. is a better word. Mm -hmm. um, and her nomad family or nomad pack are called the Shanghai. Um, they have th a hundred, hundreds of members. They're all smugglers. Corrupt politicians hate us uh, and we will occasionally slip up and do unethical things. Um, being a nomad, her best things are driving. She can, she can swing a fist. She can shoot a gun. She can swing a sword as well. Um, she's quite, she can be quite persuasive, um, but... 
<clears throat> uh, the really interesting thing about this character is that she values friendship the most and she thinks people are wonderful, <laughs> which is really interesting in this world because that's not that's not a common thing. Bless. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Um, Hope is not completely crushed. Yeah. yeah. It's got a bit of a backstory, but I don't. I think maybe we can leave that for some in-game storytelling yeah, if for that sure. ever comes up. Otherwise, it's not really relevant. Um, she's got a bunch of things and stuff, but her most important or fun thing that she has is her vehicle, mm. which is part of her class. It's a Quadra Type 66 Avenger with bulletproof glass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like an American muscle car. Yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I think you sent me a picture of it. it looks very dope. Yeah, it's like a bit. It's like a silver, silver, silver thing. I'll show you all the picture just so you can get it right in your brains. I'm very happy with it. It's one of my favorite cars from the game. Um, and I checked. I checked. It exists in the lore at this point. So don't <laughs> at me. <laughs> don't um, at actually, me. Jesse, that's the 1940, the 2046 model. Oh uh, uh, well, uh, eat my whole head. Will. <laughs> yeah, oh. very, very cool. Very yeah, shiny. Nice. Might put, chuck up, chuck up some pictures, reference images on oh, the old socials. On the yeah, old yeah, socials. Find us, guys, at uh, on the Instagram at tabletop underscore unknown. Or on Facebook, Tabletop Unknown. Yeah, we need to plug them more. Anyway, so that's so that's Maisie in a nutshell. Um, she's sometimes called Goldilocks because she has metallic gold Old hair. Gold, yeah. Maze, short for Maisie, or the cowgirl because she kind of looks like a cowgirl. A rootin' tootin'. Fire and shooting, nomad. Gun, gun uh, grenade arm, yeah, pale, pale horse and all. <laughs> yep. um, uh, but you now, call her Big Iron. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> It's so embarrassing. <laughs> Does anyone else know that song just quickly? Big Iron. Yeah, no, it's, a, the, it's a banger. The, yeah, None of the you. people yeah. who played the last RPG we did in this room together really? uh, knew that. Knew that. And he so made this whole it. character joke about this thing. And none of them knew it. Anyway, yeah. oh, listen so to our fiasco season, guys. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's go on to much more interesting people than I, our beloved and lovely guests. Uh, we're going to start with Steph. Um, which has been unfair. Steph's never played an RPG before, <laughs> yeah. but we're going to throw her right in the deep end. Um, so, Steph, take us away. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about your character. Hello, everyone. Um, so, I'm Steph, and I'm playing a character called Kaya Rand. She's exec class. Is that the right lingo? Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and look, she, she she loves a power suit, loves a bold red lip. Um, mm. She's a pretty sharp dresser because it all is a facade. It's all to mask... Um, a backstory or a past that she keeps pretty close to her chest. She's driven. She's very driven. Um, she teamworks her main ability. Ability. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, because she's very persuasive very, and quite manipulative. So she gets what she wants um, from people without sometimes without them realizing that that's what she's doing. Um, she's. Uh, she appears to be someone who's, you know, climbing the corporate ladder, um, perhaps making some deals with the devil, that kind Ooh. of thing. But um, on the other hand as well, and this is part of the sketchy backstory or the past, um, she has some personal missions um, that she's keeping under, keeping fairly quiet, um, but to help other people or help people um, so she's using her skills and her um, um, the power that she's getting access to as she climbs the corporate ladder and that kind of thing to in order to make some of those cha- positive changes for people. So mm. nice. she keeps all that quiet. This might be an unfair question. Do you know what company she works for? Yes. She works for Zarafa Technical Manufacturing. So they're a manufacturer of drone and um, auto- autonomous robotics and construction mecha and stuff like Ooh, that. Yeah, very Connect- cool. There are connections to fossil fuel and, and oil production stuff. Yeah, great. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, that'll probably come into it at some point. So I'm glad we uh, we made that decision. Callum. G'day. Hello. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about your character. Hello. Um, well, I'm playing a medtech named Control-S because he saves people. Oh, <laughs> great. Oh, part of me hates it, part of me loves it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I, I, I like to play that fine line. Um, <laughs> or, yeah, Control-S or Controls. Yeah, he's a... He's a medtech. He grew up in the mega structures that were just packed full of people. Uh, did a bit of rolling on his life path. Um, and his family crisis, one day they just completely vanished. Oh, so that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm picturing that when he was pretty little and so he just had to survive on his own. So he's pretty. He's very rough and ready. Um, very good with his surgery. Uh, has a, has a um, like surgery qualification that's completely forged. <laughs> and, um, but he's pretty good. And so the locals come to him and that's where he sort of makes his money. Um, also, most exciting thing, sword arm. Yeah. Sword arm, very fun. Yeah. Left, left arm is a cyber arm that has a pop-up 
melee sword. I could have gone with like a med scanner, which um, would have been helpful for being a um, a, a med tech guy. But no, mm. I desperately wanted to be able to have a sword in my arm. A big knife is just as helpful for like. I was going to say surgery. it's a giant yeah. scanner. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm going to take the leg. Surgery. What? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, I have all these I twisted my ankle. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice ankle. I'll keep it for later. <laughs> I could sell this. Yeah. Save that for later. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, he's got a bit of cybernetics in his eye. Picture him as like a Tron fanboy. I'm yeah, sure. So yeah. like urban, yeah. urban flash, sleek sort of leather jacket, seams a neon blue. Uh, Cyber Eye is neon. He's got a neon blue septum. And um, some of the lines like the uh, fabrication up the face go up and join two blue um, speed lines going through his otherwise slicked back black hair. Mm, cool. Yeah. Loved picking hair because so I'm a very bold man. So it's, it makes him run faster, right? Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah, he's desperate to be cool and be pictured as a hero. So he's all about the image first. So if he gets to a crime scene, he'll make sure he looks good before he starts attending to the to the people <laughs> who need help. Yeah. So like, kind of like streamers, like giving money out to people. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. A Mr. Yeah. Beast for the twenty forty five world. Kind of like a Troy McClure, Doctor Nick Riviera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well now I need to change his change his voice. Hi, I'm Controls. <laughs> Hi, Doctor Controls. <laughs> might remember me from other such films as. <laughs> Brain dances. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Other such brain dances is the one where I cut into that guy, or the one where I stole the lady's ankle. Or oh no, it's all legs. <laughs> Oops, I de-spleened her again. <laughs> oh my god, cyberpunk stuff is so easy. It's so oh, it's yeah. the worst thing imaginable. I can't do that. I can't do that. It'll it'll devolve too quickly. Yeah. yeah. And lastly, we have Jono. Hello, Jono. Tell us a bit about yourself. Hello Tell us there. a bit about your character. Um, so I'm Jonathan or Jono. Um, and yeah, I, I'm. Uh, role player from way back. Uh, love a role playing game. Uh, cyberpunk, uh, the rules are very interesting, I think. Uh, it, it seems crunchy on the outside, but it's got a nice gooey center, I think. I like it. Um, and I'm playing uh, Nikon or Nikki for short. Uh, so he's a media. Um, so I think the way a media is meant to be built is they're meant to be quite charismatic and quite like outgoing and they, you know, put themselves out there and get on TV. But Nikki has quite a low humanity, uh, quite a low empathy, so he's not good with people. Um, and he prefers to just let his work speak for him. So mm. he has a cybernetic camera uh, in his eye as well, like controls, um, with a microscopic lens. And he basically just goes out to the streets and films the bad stuff and uploads it to the data pool, kind of like uh, Nightcrawler. Yeah, mm, right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. cyberpunk. Um, and in terms of looks, he's very, like understated to stay like incognito yeah incognito so like black baseball cap um black kind of tasseled pleather jacket black jeans but then these chunky white sneakers because you got to you know have a bit of streetwear going on yeah um and the right side of his face is a nikon camera basically oh cool yeah. um so like the black plastic of a dslr mm. um and keeps that under the hat so you can't really see it but he's recording yeah nice a lot of the time Great. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Steph, did we get a character description from you, visual, how they look? I can't remember. We did. We got a costume. Uh, yeah. Power yeah. suit and red Sorry, power suit. That's yeah. what I see. It's coming back yeah. to me. Sorry. Yeah. I just thought we skipped it. That's right. I can hear the clack of heels as yeah. you're like walking. Loves out. a heel. Loves a sharp heel. Yeah. Always looks sharp. Just mm. before we go on, are you guys comfortable temperature-wise, not too cold? No, I'm good. I'm Great. Excellent. Excellent. Um, I don't know if you've already included it. Um, something I meant to tell all of you, uh, which I did say to Steph and Jesse, um, if you don't have a, like, Neural import connector thing. Mm. Add it to your list. Oh, do we need? Are we taking the humanity? No, ones? I'll just give you that one. Thank <laughs> God. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so a neural link, which with interface plugs. With interface plugs. If I had to take that humanity hit, I might. You rock up at a bar <laughs> and, <hold on. laughs> and just shoot the shit out of everyone. Yeah. See, um, Jono, it's been good working with you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, so Neuralink and what else do we have? Interface. Uh, the interface plugs. Interface. Yeah. So, so it's just so we can, can integrate with machines. We can do a bit of net running if we want. We if you want, yeah. skipped that entire... I was like, I'm not a net runner. I'll skip this entire section. Which, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll come back to that in Pizza Talk, I think. I did yeah. the same thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when I saw none of you were playing a net runner, I was like, like cool, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> that is a whole... It's almost a whole other game in itself. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. Are we all good to get started? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's, cool. let's actually, let's very quickly give give me a little sample of your character voices first so we can oh. just hear the difference. It's a yeah. bit, uh, 
bit daunting. If you need to swap it, go for it. It's fine. Um, I'm thinking something like this for Maisie, just a little understated Southern, mm. but she's gonna be a bit of a ho- bit of a hard ass, bit of a badass kind of mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, just a, like a like a really light Southern sort of accent. Yeah, but mm-hmm. she likes people, so she needs to be. Accessible. Friendly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine is um my name is Will, your GM. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I think mine's just a general American, but uh he uh, uh, uh has trouble with people and has a bit of a you know, mm. that going on and yep. uh he the, the low empathy is, is is coming in. Like it. Yeah. Mm. Like it. Low empathy coming in. I uh every, every time I voice this character he came out American and kind of gravelly. Mm. Uh, mm. um uh, yep. And I just went with it. <laughs> you don't need water. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, Kaya speaks with a fairly plum English accent. Yeah, because, right, yeah. And whether that's because that's her heritage or not, or whether she's decided to put it on because mm. that suits mm. her purposes, remains to be seen. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> right. All right. Take us away, Will. Let's get started. <clears throat> this is, uh, oh, yeah, I didn't have a name for it. I do now. It's called Ghost in the Machine. Ooh. Oh, yep. This is Ghost in the Machine. In an apartment high above the hustle and bustle of Night City, two figures, male and female, inhabit a room. They only uh, inhabit it in the sense that they are physically in the room, but the bulbous goggles and various ports and plugs connected to their neural net connect their neural network to the net, meaning their thoughts and consciousness are hurtling through an electronic network at breakneck speed. It's uncommon in 2045 for people to log completely into virtual reality and not exactly legal. Outside the window, a high-rise cleaner carefully cuts a small circle through the glass to insert a fiber optic camera that snakes its way down between the glass and the curtain. The cleaner connects directly to the camera via the port on his wrist. It pokes out from under the curtain and the operator sees the same scene. Go for extraction, he says, into the embedded microphone in his lip. Roger, comes the reply, transmitted directly to his auditory cortex. Outside the entry to the apartment, four figures get ready to breach, two standing on either side of the door. One of them takes a large battering ram and smashes it against the door, splintering the frame and creating an entry for the into the dirty, unkempt apartment. The team rushes in, scanning the two figures. This one, they say, standing over the female. Without care, they pull the cables from her ports and rip the goggles from her eyes. She gasps from the sudden disconnection and struggles to piece her thoughts back together as she is pulled out of the chair, a bag thrust over her head and carried from the apartment. Uh, from the apartment. All the while, her companion doesn't stir, oblivious to what has happened around him. Punchy, explosive rock erupts from the front door of Metal Storm, the premier rock venue in Night City, relocated from old downtown and renamed from Metal Strom following the nuclear blast that levelled much of that area. The gentle rain has a tinge of scarlet to it, leaving the surfaces it touches greasy, with red trails leaving a blood-like stain on skin, clothes and other exposed surfaces. In 2045, it's been getting it's been getting better. Now the sky bleeds only about half the time it rains. Still, the time of the red has left the population used to looking like they've just survived a chain knife attack. You enter Metal Storm, nodding to the familiar bouncers, their cybernetic eyes catching the weapons you're carrying, but they know better than to question you. Lydia has taught them well. You make your way through the densely packed bar to the booth situated in the back. There, another bouncer stands guard by a red velvet rope separating the booth from the rest of the common area. Seated at the booth is Lydia, a professional-looking woman in her early 30s. Her clothes and skin are unstained by the red, so she has clearly been been here for some hours. She is speaking with a dishevelled, nervous-looking man who is gesturing wildly with his hands as he speaks. Lydia's practiced smile doesn't quite touch her eyes as she patiently listens to whatever he is saying. So this is where you are. You're uh, in front of the bouncer. Sorry? Just bring the music down a little bit touch more. There yeah, we go. Yeah, perfect. Apologies. Um, so you're standing in front of uh, the red velvet rope. There's a bouncer in front of you. Lydia's speaking to someone over there. You've got a bar on one side and then sort of just a, a wall that is um, then leads off to a couple of small private booths in the back. What are we doing? Um, are we here to see Lydia or are we just here for like, are we just like, are we friends? Are we catching Thanks. up for a drink? That's a really good question. You all would have been called here at some point. Um, I imagine you all would know each other. You've probably worked together at one point or another. Um, maybe not a lot, but maybe common enough that you know each other. 
Um, you also know that Lydia is your fixer, so she mm. is just who. So we you're don't work without her. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, at this point in time, anyway, you may have other fixers, you may not, um, but Lydia is the one that has called you all here for this uh, this meeting. Great. Well, I know better than to interrupt her in the middle of a meeting, so I'm going to go grab a drink. Um, yep. I think I just go up to the bar, take a seat at the bar, and just ask for what's a what's a fun what's a fun uh, Ed Runner name. Um, yeah, hi, uh, hi, handsome. Can I have a red storm, please? Oh, okay. Uh, he just goes. You, you see him pouring like tequila, grenadine, uh, shaking it up, pouring it into the thing, and just uh, topped it with like some squashed red fruit. Yeah, uh, which right. is pretty uncommon. So you're not sure if mm. they're like if they're they're real or not. But yeah, just squashed over the top. There you go. Great. Take it. Take a drink. Does anyone else want anything, y'all? Yes, I'll have what she's having. Thank you. I'm Another just going to... Spoon. I feel like Kakai's just going to wander over and continue observing and waiting for what's about to unfold. Sure. Do you try and listen into what Lydia's saying? I think so, but I think I'm more interested in watching their body language. Oh, very cool. Well. Yes. All right. I'll get you to do a check for that, please. Uh, could you please do a um, human perception check? So on your stats in the third column, um, about a quarter of the way down, there's human perception. If you mm-hmm. roll a d10 and then add the two numbers next to that uh, to that d10 result. So I've rolled a 10. Yep. And oh, my- damn. Okay. <laughs> First, <laughs> roll. First roll. First roll. <laughs> First roll. <laughs> yeah. Rookie beginner's luck. Yep. Um, and my stat for human perception is seven. Yeah. So is that the total of both numbers? Oh, no. Okay. So it's 15. 15 total? So 25 plus, because you rolled a 10, you, you can get roll, to roll it once it. more time okay. and add that. Okay. <clears throat> Damn. Uh, oh, I'm going to roll that again because I feel like maybe I'm rolling it wrong because I just rolled a 10 again. <laughs> <laughs> can I do that? Oh, no, it was a 10. It can actually do it. can yeah. actually do that. Yeah. So you've like maxed out. No, you, <laughs> just, you just rolled. You just rolled. Like so what did I have? It's I all had, downhill from here. That's like, <laughs> so that was a 35 total, I think. Yeah, yeah. great. Congrats, Will. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, tell, tell her everything. That's all right. So it's the best you can roll <laughs> in this book. game. It's absolutely the best roll you could have done. So well done. Um, what you get from observing the conversation, because you're sort of observing their their body languages and all that sort of stuff, you can tell that the um, that Lydia is is very much just putting on a show of patience, and that underneath she's actually quite annoyed. Um, quite quite upset um and the the person that she's sitting opposite of you don't know his name um because you can't get that from body language obviously but you can tell that he is quite rough and disheveled um he looks he looks like an addict but he doesn't look like he is a physical like a substance addict he look but he has that sort of same nervousness and twitchiness that that addicts generally have so from that you gather that he is probably a gambling addict um and he is quite desperate in his in his body language he's gesturing a lot with his hands he is he's pleading a lot he's like he's holding them together a lot he's pleading he's 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 quite distressed he's quite shaken yeah that's what you get from that um can can i read his lips can i like zoom in with my cyber eye and just have a like see what if i can ascertain Mm -hmm. what they're talking about yeah sure i'll get you to do a it's just a camera isn't it it's not does it have a microphone attached to it it records both video and audio both video and audio in that in that case i'll get you to do a human uh, no i'll get you to do a photography slash film check all right I rolled a 10. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what's going on? Uh, And then a two, so that will be 24. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, so you... No, no, this is all good. This is all good. Um, So you gather the conversation. You get get the conversation that's happening. So um, Kai has got all the the visual, most of the visuals. You're getting most of the audio from this. Yeah, yeah. uh, What you're gathering from this is that um, this guy's name is Joel. Um, Lydia refers to him as Joel a couple of times. Um, he has borrowed a lot of money from Lydia to support his gambling addiction, which um, lines up with what Steph uh, has also got. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Kaya has also got. Right. Um, Here you go, Kaya. Hand, hand your drink. In the conversation, you catch a couple of... Yeah, thanks. Thank you for that. <laughs> I just had to finish that story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, you, get, you get a couple of pieces of information. Uh Joel has sold his... In borrowing a lot of money, he has sold his children, 
to a roaming nomad gang to try and cover the debt, but he is still short. Oh, which gang do we know? No, we don't. Damn it. And I didn't I didn't That's fair. In. Just a just one of the, the worst ones. I've got more brothers and sisters <laughs> just, now. Just one of the worst <laughs> ones, you know. One of the bad ones. Indentured yep. servitude and all Great. that. Um Kaya, did you uh do we talk to Lydia? Do we? I think it's best not to interrupt her just at the moment. I would suggest we wait until she's finished chatting with that lovely looking man. He, yeah, he, uh, he, he's done some bad things. Yes, but it's not our problem just yet, is it? Let's not make it our problem. Okay. Um, hey, controls. Yo, what's that guy's damage? You got any, is he chipped at all? Can you tell? Oh. Um, I'll take a squeeze. And I'll also use my cyber eye to zoom in and scan. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you to do a... Zoom in, enhance. <laughs> enhance. 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 Rotate uh, 90 degrees. <laughs> um, uh, I'll get you to do a cyber tech check. Cyber tech. What okay. are you exactly trying to find? Um, scanning to see if I can tell if he's got any particular cybernetics yep. or enhancements. Yep. Probably can't tell... Internally, but externally. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's not a ten. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh my turn now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I rolled a six. Yep. Um, with plus fourteen is twenty. Yeah, so it's still a good roll. You, um, you, yeah, you scan him, and you can see that he does have a couple of um, external cyberware install in, 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 installations. Installed. Installed. Yeah, he has some external cyberware installed. It's all very cheap. Um, you and some of the um, some of the connections and some of the um, the bits and pieces hint that perhaps he had more expensive stuff at some point in time. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, but he doesn't now. It's all it's all the cheapest stuff you can buy. It's some of it's glitching out. Um, like there's like not like visible sparks, but you can see that like his arm is kind of like. Um, Shorting out a bit, um, stuff like that. So it's it's all very cheap. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all just cheap chrome. You might have, you actually might have had some better stuff back in uh, the day, but this has not been maintained. Y'all, I'm a bit worried. Like, if this guy doesn't have any money, then how are we going to get ours? If this is our job that we're here for, that's all I'm saying. Well, um, at that point in time, you all um, you will catch the audio, but you three will just see. Um, I'll do it. I'll do it in order. So Lydia says to Joel, "Look, I'm I'm genuinely very sad about um, what's her accent. I'm genuinely very sad about this, but you see, it's just business." And then a bodyguard comes out, throws a hood over his head, and drags him out of the be- um, the booth and out the back door. Problem solved. <laughs> Great. Lydia then looks up and and sort of smiles and waves you over. All right, that's us. Let's go. And the bouncer pulls back the rope. In you go. Sit at the booth. Um, thank you, thank you all for coming. Uh, such short notice. It's it's been a it's been a whirlwind week. I'm sure you can imagine. Um, but look, yes, thank you for coming. Look, I, ha- I have a job for you all. I know that you know, that's why we're here. <laughs> uh, and I'll give you this. And she lays the um, the shard down on the table. That should give you all the information you are. The the standard fee, you know, a thousand dollars for this, a thousand credits for this kind of job uh, upon completion. Great. Yeah. Let's take a look. See, um, yeah, Maisie grabs the shard, mm-hmm. shoves it in, has a look, yep. see what's up. So it is, um, it's a request for a missing person. There's a, a person who's gone missing. You have information uh, for the contact for the job who's going to give you more information about it. Um, the first person you need to speak to, his Nathan, name is Nathan Gardner. Um, there is also just an address, Bil- Mega Building H6, Apartment 7913. Great. Um, this isn't like not what that guy was. This, this is a different job than. Oh no, no, completely different job. Is okay, you. Sh- All right. Well, where, 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 are you, where are you taking him? Oh, him. Uh, that's not your concern. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, Nikki, uh, God. Come on, Nikki. You know better than that. Good footage. Don't ask. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> You know, we've been we've done a few jobs for you now, uh, and um, I don't know. Like, I think like we do good work. You know, you ever had a tr- ever had any trouble with us, Lydia? Um, so 
because of your amazing role before, I'll just give you that. Like you can see that her her, t- her mood changes. Um, she was quite pleasant, and now she's she's senses that something that she's getting talked into a bit of a trap here, and so her smile never leaves her face. But you can see around her eyes, like her her attention shifts, or she becomes more focused or something. Yes, yes, you've done good work for me so far. Great. So. Sorry to interrupt you, dear, but uh, Lydia, we will continue to do excellent work for you. And then perhaps at some stage in the very near future, we can review our terms. For the moment, we're happy to continue as we are, I think. Yes? Well, that's, that's very lovely to hear, Kaya. Thank you. Uh, we I, value your custom. I'm assuming you all feel the same way, Maisie. Yeah. Of course she does. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Um, fucking corporal bitch. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's discuss go. that later, yeah. won't we? Of course we will. So yeah. we have a little chat over the ground. As you're sort of like <laughs> reeling from whatever's just happened, um, you see one of her eyes sort of glows orange in the way that it does when they're, you know, you're used to seeing that when cybernetic enhanced people access information. That's what they, that's what you see. And she's sort of like looking off into the middle distance and then she, the light dies down and she says, as always, any corporate information you may stumble across feel free to send it my way we can negotiate terms then unless you have any other questions I believe you have someone to go and speak to yeah no no more questions great here's your shard back (laughs) (laughs) and she uh, takes it and just like crushes it in a thing that she has next to her it's just like a she little, snorts it. Yeah, crushes <laughs> it, snorts it. Oh, that's good tech. Um, no, she's just like, it, it feels practiced. Like, this is what happens. Mm. Shard goes in, it gets crushed. Mission's gone. Sorry, everyone, I have a flaccid microphone stand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they've classic. got pills for that. <laughs> in 2045. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what's the shard, Godilocks? Yeah, well, we need to go to H6. Parman 7913, apparently some guy who knows more information, as always. Fixer's just middling the man, if you know what I mean. Great, so I think that's over the other side of town, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long do we think it'll take us to get there? Oh, I can Miss drive traffic. if you like. Yes, <laughs> yes, I love that beast. <laughs> I Great. mean, has it been cleaned recently, Maisie? Oh, I wouldn't worry about it too much, you know, Kaya. We wouldn't want to gussy it up with all your... Suit smells. <laughs> my suit smells. We can talk about it in the car, okay? You're referring to my Chanel number five. Yes, it's still around. All these mm, our moms yeah. are fighting. <laughs> our moms are fighting. <laughs> um, so I'm going to assume that we're going to Nathan Gardner's apartment? Yeah, I'll, t- I'll, I'll uh, they can come in my car. It's fine. All uh, right. Just push all the... Uh, I live in my car, <laughs> yeah. like, so I just like just push all the wrappers aside, just the burritos and things. Can and, I have no. this drink? If you're yeah, sure, yes. hun. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's I a wouldn't. medic, so. <laughs> I mean, look, if it's gonna hurt anyone, you'll be the one to fix it. So, <laughs> like, I, yeah, go for it. And I feel like Kai is just gonna be very gingerly. Clearing a bit of space, mm-hmm. taking, sitting, touching as little as possible. On the Once seat. the moment the door closes, you're I'm you're shotgunning Kaya. By the way, just so you know, <laughs> she just slams slams on the accelerator and just takes off violently because she knows Kaya hates it. And she's like, and Woo! like, she just like pulls out a little interface thing, plugs it into the car, and she like crosses her arms and like looks nice. looks over mm. at Kaya. And she's like, so Kaya, um, hmm, interesting, uh. Do you just like not want to make money, or like, I don't know? I just so I'm just concerned that you're not really trying to climb at all. You know what I mean? Oh, Maisie, if only you understood the bigger picture. Which is enlighten me, please. The long game, my dear. We've been doing this for a little bit of time. We've not been doing it for a long time. We still need to prove ourselves. Lydia is a very lucrative opportunity for us. She is interested in committed quality, quality over quantity at this point in time from us. And I think that we need to tread carefully with her until we have proven our beyond doubt. Gents, do you agree? Do you want to weigh in on this one? Uh, as soon as she asks that, I turn a quarter sharply. You've seen the price of gas, right? Like, it's not cheap. Uh, Chum 2 is, like, so expensive. 
Look, I can appreciate that, of course. Uh, it's not really a problem that I have to deal with Great. terribly often. But look, I can lend you some money if you need. Oh, just, no. just to tide you over, That's dear. That's so fine, Kaya. How much, uh, how much money are you willing to lend? <laughs> uh, separate arrangement with you, my love. We'll have to talk separately yeah, about that. I thought so. I've been recording this whole thing from, like, the <laughs> middle seat in the back of the car. She's casually drifting and doing cool yeah, stunts and shit. Like, she's just like, I'm going to upload this later. This is, like, preem for, like... POV, you're in a fast car. Do we think like screencasters <laughs> exist in the 2045? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nikki, Nikki, I told you, you always have to tell me when you're filming me. I, I wasn't filming you this time, controls. Steph, just as a quick heads up, I've sent you a quick message with an extra piece of information that you would have, <sighs> that you would know based on that big, not necessarily based on that big role, but I'm giving it to you because of the big role, um, that this is probably a piece of information that you as, an ex, as, a, as a corpo might know. Uh, it might take a second to come through because the uh, – no, there it is. It's through. So whether you choose to share that or not is up to you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that uh, up to you. Great. Okay. I, dr- I drift into a car park and put it in like, aggressively yeah. and I'm just like, we're here. And she just unplugs herself and zips it up and like gets out of her car first angrily. Okay. So – you arrive at the mega building and are greeted by the same sight you see at every other mega building. They are all essentially the same. They are large dwellings uh, mixed with malls and they're open 24 hours a day. There's always hustle and bustle happening around a mega building. Um, even though it is currently late, um, there, is vendor, there are vendors selling food, weapons, medicines, implants and other items. Um, they're doing a prime business from their shop fronts as you make your way to the elevators that will take you up to the apartment. Um, you don't necessarily have to head straight there. There is people calling from the 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 shop fronts if you choose to explore those um it's up to you um does anyone need anything to eat i mean i could go with some coffee um yeah order us a coffee i'd love to watch this happen (laughs) Um, there is a go on han you can do it there is a shop called yan's noodles um and they have a very busted up uh cappuccino machine so (laughs) Uh, like nikki could you please get us some coffees thanks sweetheart okay um, make sure you're recorded i lean in and i'm like this is gonna be good Um, okay um hello mr yan (laughs) It's a it's a very old lady. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, uh, uh, f- uh, She's just like looking between all of you. <laughs> um, four coffees, please. Huh. <laughs> and she just goes up to behind the coffee machine. You just hear like the steam starting up. And while, while she's doing that, I'm kind of like, because my camera's in my eye yeah, to yeah. get the good cinematography, it's like, Body manipulation, like I'm leaning over the counter, just like looking at her, um, like microscoping in, getting like the. Do you have some kind of light source as well that you need to try and get happening? His other eyes are ring light. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) fantastic. The back of the throat. (laughs) Gotta go go cross-eyed to get that nice like shadow. (laughs) Um, I imagine like like as it zooms in, it comes out of your eye, like knocks the cup over or something. We were seeing like a bender. Yeah. <laughs> from Futurama. Um, yeah, so as she's making the coffees, I'm like really maneuvering and getting a great shot. She's observing this and like quite like, what is happening? Oh, this is so good. This is such great footage. Yes. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Yep. Okay. This is going to make me feel good about myself for years. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. And she just sort of like plonks the coffees down and uh, uh, 10 credits. Okay. And I think you're going to get a lot more business because be, you'll see something show up on the data pool. <laughs> He's like a TikToker. He's like, <laughs> I asked these people to film a, an advert. Woo! <laughs> and, and so I feel like Kai is probably seen as the the cash in, in this little quartet. Yeah, we all just so turned to Kai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and so how, is it a chip situation? Um, yeah, it's just like a... Beep, beep. Yeah, just like give him a give him a give him all finger give guns. Give the old finger guns. And she's <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, here's your money. That's definitely Goldilocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 shoot from the hip. Yeah. Here's your money. I'll just add it to the credit line. <laughs> Thank you, Kaya. That very was very cool. good, Nikki. You didn't cry this time, and you didn't offend anybody. Thanks, Goldie. Um, We're proud of you. So, what, what, what should I call this one? Uh, cappuccino number four. I don't know. That is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Great, can't wait to watch it. 
Uh, anything else we want to do? Miss Rand, want to take lead? Sure. So, uh, Maisie, who are we here to see? Um, a guy called Nathan Gardner. Yeah, 7913. Oh, he's up high. Takes mm. a sip. It's very hot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I suppose, is, is there a lift here or do we need to, oh, oh God forbid, have, have you never been? Have you never been in a megastructure before? Well, look, not to over this side of town. I don't They're really all come. the same. They're all the same. Have you noticed how old well, megastructures smell the same no matter what part of the city you're in? Oh, it's like cool. that I acidic that battery supposed- smell. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah mixed with, you know, sweat. Yeah, mm. gross. Uh, smells like home. <laughs> Kaya takes her Chanel out of it. <laughs> she probably have like um, sanitizing wipes as well. Yeah. Like, she totally yeah. is. Um, right, she so just like does it with her hands and then just like lets it drop and just <laughs> <laughs> offers it round. No, nobody no, else I'm is fine. interested. Of fine, hon. So we're going to the, the elevators? Yeah, yeah, controls will lead the way. He grew up in a mega structure. So the, and they're right. all roughly structured yeah. the exact same way. So yeah, you know where the elevators are. You go to the elevators. And you take it up to level 79, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the elevator dings and you step out onto the concourse. Your nose is assaulted by the smell of human waste and sickness. H6 isn't one of the cheaper mega buildings to buy in, but it's certainly not one of the more expensive either. Either way, the smell of human waste and sickness is fairly standard for any mega building. You make your way to apartment 7913 and press the buzzer next to the door that is uh, still splint- next to the still splintered and damaged door. As we do that, I just sort of gesture for everyone to like get out of the way of the door, just so in case they just go bang through the door yeah. and shoot. Like we don't know what's going to happen, That's so fair. I'm just like, mm-hmm. and I head right it. to the back. <laughs> yeah. um, I just have my hand hovering above my gun. Fair. You hear some shuffling from within and the door, already flapping open, is suddenly thrown fully open. And in front of you stands a man dressed in light grey sweatshirt and black pants. He wears chunky black combat boots, but the most remarkable thing about him is the large goggles that take up over half of his face. If you imagine a sleek black metallic oculus, you've got the idea. Can I help you? Uh, Nathan, Nathan Gardner? Yep. Sorry, darling, I interrupted you. Nathan Gardner? Yeah, that's me, that's me. Oh, oh! You're the you're the Lydia. Lydia sent you. She did. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Come coming in. Coming in. We walk in, stepping over things. What are we, yeah. what are we, what are we looking at as we walk in? Uh, so the apartment is cramped and messy. There's empty food containers littering every surface not used for sitting or sleeping, uh, except for a meticulously cleaned area of the living room. So there's like a square that's sort of like very meticulously cleared out. Uh, a cold breeze whistles in from the window, rustling and billowing the curtains covering it. Uh, sorry about the... Sorry about this. <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> Has he still got the goggles? On? Yeah, he does. Okay, he does. Yeah, and there's sort of like there's like uh, various like uh, you can't quite tell what they are, but there's like holographic sort of things hovering over it and moving mm. around and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Is that like some sort of tech that I'd recognize? Or? Yeah, it's pretty common for net runners. Okay. Um, so yeah. they're. Like I said in the in the start, um, virtual full virtual reality is pretty uncommon, but augmented reality is very common, especially mm. among netrunners. So you would have seen it. It's not like not everyone has this sort of setup, but you would have certainly seen okay. one at one point or another. Can you tell I didn't read the netrunner rules? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only read them so that I could include this character. Love Excellent. <laughs> Thank you for. Um, so that's what you sort of say. Sorry, sorry about the this. You wanna you wanna jack out while you while you're chatting to us? Oh, I, I can do both at once. I'm fine. I'll raise one eyebrow, which I can't do in real life. Mm. <laughs> I see that you're skeptical. <laughs> uh, it's fine. It's fine. Would it make you more comfortable if I took these off? No, no, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I think I'm gonna leave Kaya to do the talking, and I'm gonna have a look around at the room while they just while they're having this chat, and I just mm-hmm. want to see. What, like, we know someone's missing, but, like, this perfect clean square is weird and the breeze coming from the thing is weird because the windows don't open. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly, yeah. It's not, it's not that kind of place. So I'm just going to do some sort of look around. Yeah, what would that be? Uh, do an investigation. Is it an investigation? Is there an investigation? Um, investigation. Um... Awareness, cons- uh, yeah. awareness perception. Yeah, do it awareness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yep. That is a 
17. Yeah, so um, you know that the square that is kept clear is probably just so that nothing gets bumped into uh, when they're deep in AR or VR, as which you may not know about because VR is not that common, but... I guess I've just given you something for free. <laughs> no, something something yeah, that sure you, Jesse, might know. Is well, that I, my parents and my backstory were edge runners, so they might have some sort of Yeah, so they like might that. have had a similar setup. So you can tell that that's probably kept <clears> clear <throat> just to make sure that there is a safe space almost. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have used an Oculus, but you have to set like a safe zone that has yeah. nothing in it. Um, yeah, I jumped out of it by accident. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I usually, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, sorry. I won't do it on my but So yeah, just a safe zone that nothing is in so that they know that they can move around in that space and it's all going to be fine. Um, the With that uh, check as well, you'll see that um, you'll, you'll go over to the the curtain and you'll sort of just gently like push it aside to see what's causing the flapping and there is a circular hole cut in the window. Huh. I'm recording everything Goldilocks is doing. Uh, can I, I, I don't really have any food, but can I make you uh, a, a cup water? cup of tea. cup of tea would be lovely. She Thank says you. with a coffee, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can make you hot water, tea, not so much. Hot water would be lovely. <laughs> okay. And okay. I think the reason, uh, wanting to sort of have him doing things, being a bit distracted mm. while we're chatting... Yeah. Bit of a tactic. Yeah, so. nice. No, absolutely. Yeah, no, cool. Very cool. Um, good thinking. So he goes over and he's just like, uh, he goes to, he has like a very rudimentary kettle set up. Uh, he goes into his shower and he like fills it from the shower tap and nice. then like plonks it on this little burner he's got and he lights it up and he's just like, yeah, it'll be a, a couple of minutes. It's not super powerful. Um, and I feel like I. Kaya takes a little look over to control and he just kind of does the whole don't touch it. Guys. <laughs> 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 so just shakes his head. So y'all runners? She's just sort of looking and just making absent conversation. Yeah, look, uh, we, we are. Uh, I'm, I, I'm pretty good, but my sister, she was the best. Um, we, yeah, we, we jack in, we jack out all the time, mostly in with just, yeah. It beats the real world, you know, the meat. And right. is your sister here with you now? Well, no, that's that's why I contacted you. That's why I contacted Lydia. She just disappeared. Uh, I, we were jacked in. Um, she suddenly disconnected. And by the time I pulled back out, she was gone. Uh, the, the door was busted open. Uh, I, I don't know where she is. And how long ago was this? Uh, this is uh, about three days ago. Right, three days. And did she live here with you? Yeah, yeah, we re we rented this place together. We've been here for two, three years. Mm, what's her name? Her name is Rebecca. And what's her handle? Uh, <laughs> good question. Uh, <laughs> what? She's not Rebecca online. Be like, Becky like, three sixty no scope. <laughs> <laughs> Becky three sixty no scope. C cool name. So. Like what do you what what do y'all do oh, in there? We we do so much. We we we're looking at like uh, building our own our own architecture. Uh, there's so much that we've been doing. We're, like lately, we've been obsessed with this competition that was being run, and it's just it had so many facets to it. Like we were we were one day we were building a, a construct, and then we were like uh, trying to attack the construct to see if it would hold. It was like it was so cool. Um, but you know, I could again, I couldn't quite get there. But Becky, she got it. She. She nailed it. She she cracked the code. She got this competition. Um, what yeah. was this competition called? Uh, it was called the Code Cracker Twenty Forty Five. It was run by Militech. 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 Yeah. You reckon? You reckon Militech? You reckon Militech grabbed her? Well, I, I don't know why they would. They they were going to send a, her her prize, but yeah. yeah. What was the prize? Fifty thousand creds. <laughs> what for? Yeah. For sitting on your ass playing some games or something? I, you you want to say it's games? I'd say it's the future, man. Like there there was everyone was working on this. All the all the runners I know were working on it. Maybe maybe I should get into net runner. <laughs> That's you should man. Right. I, need, I need to fix this voice. Trade. I think I need to change it. Gravely, I just go. Oh, I can't talk. <laughs> so I just be American. You can go deeper. I could go deeper. Yeah. And that's less gravelly. That is less gravelly. Yeah, I'll go deeper, go. thank you. You should run, man. Beats the meat. Mm, I don't 
know, man. You can't. You can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that anymore. Um, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Um, I feel so, bad about. That. I feel so stupid for asking this, but could you just explain a bit more to me about the competition itself and what you were working on? Sure. Um, so there was a couple different. Uh, couple different um, objectives. You had to build a construct that could withstand a, a cyber attack. Um, and then you had to expand the construct while under attack. Um, and then you had to uh, decipher a code that was being sent at the same time. So you had to like break your brain into so many different pieces, like building constructs, uh, staving off attacks, cracking code. And so, and so you were doing this as competitors or as a team? Uh, we were working on it as a team, yeah. Mm. But like I said, she was doing most of it. Mm. Right. And did your sister win? Yeah, she got it all. She cracked the code. She staved off the attack. She built the construct. And did they know where you live? Because did you have to like put that information? Well, yeah, we had to register. So they, they know. Who, were you, who did you beat? Uh, all the Netrunners. Everyone. Everyone was working on it. Any who came big who names? Came second. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they record that, man. I mean, I was pretty close, but I don't know. Hmm. Uh, uh, if they knew, if uh, maybe maybe I'm just paranoid, but <laughs> yeah, you seem a bit twitchy, man. <laughs> if, yeah, if they if they knew where you live, then then they came and got her, right? Well, why, why would they do that? The corpse, they, they look after us. They were going to give us 50,000 credits. Yeah, right? 50,000 credits is a lot of money. It is. You yeah. reckon a corpus was going to hand that over to you? Well, they, they said they would. It was in the terms and conditions. <laughs> Has this sort of competition been run by this corp before? Yeah. Or is this the first time? No, it's it's ran for the last couple of years. And um, there have been winners in the, the no, last? No, no. Rebecca was the first winner. What was it? What was it called again? Uh, the corp uh, or the competition? Uh, code, code Cracker, code cracker uh, 2045. 2045. Cool. Um, I'd like to get out my agent um, and do some Googling. Yeah, uh, agent yeah, is yeah, a yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah For sure. those playing at home, an agent is a smartphone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does everything well, a smartphone does. Futuristic. Cyberpunk is now? Are we the future? <laughs> um, um, yeah, and I'd like to do a search for this competition, see who the previous winners were, if... They went missing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, so you, from that, you gather, you do a quick Google. Uh, there hasn't been any previous winners, which is why the um, prize pool is quite large this year. Essentially, they've like taken, like the lotto or whatever, they yeah. take the prize. No one won it, so we add it to the next year's prize. No one won it, we add it to the mm. next year's one. Um, so there hasn't been any other winners. And it, because it is, and pulling it up, you, you stumble onto like some, uh, Netrunner chat forums. I don't know what that looks like in 2045, but I'm bringing in some old tech. Probably um, just like just Reddit. Reddit still. Yeah, yeah. Probably like Reddit, yeah. So uh, there's like a bunch of um, talk about strategies for next year and and um, what we could try different. And does anyone have any hints on what the code was? And the, from it, you can sort of see that the code seems to change every year. Um, it's never a stagnant thing. So that's why no one's really won it because they're not really learning anything from the previous year. Mm. It's changing just slightly enough that it's essentially a new competition. Um, so are y'all breaking through ice or anything? Well, I mean, no, but I guess that's what we're simulating. Have you considered that maybe you wasn't simulating? Well, I mean, we're doing it on our own private architecture, you know, like right. simulation, I think. Okay. Well, I'm just trying to think of why someone would take your sister. And at this point, there's only a few things I can think of. And one's that is she won for the 50,000 credits. Two, that she can do whatever it is a Militech wanted you to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's the first person to be able to do it, too. Yeah. So my either she's been taken because someone wants that 50,000 or she's been taken because she can do what Militech wants. And now that she's gone, they don't have to pay her. Well, I mean, that's why I reached out to Lydia, man. Yeah. That's why you're here. Do you think you have any leads or anything? If I knew that, I, w I wouldn't be calling Lydia. True. So I reckon I want to know more about Militech, mm -hmm. the company. Yep. Is it, a, is it a Google situation? Well, you might know some stuff you might on know your some history. Yeah. So you could probably yeah. just roll um, Is there something. a history check? Uh, there's a business check. Do a, <coughs> yeah, do a business mm. check for me. In education skills, about four Thank down. Thank you. Thank you. 
say we've got Bishnish. So I've got 14 plus 2, mm -hmm. so 16. Yep, so you get from that that um, Militech is one of the bigger corporations in Cyberpunk. Um, it's one of the two primary um, combatants in the fourth corporate war, which was the most recent corporate war that a lot of people still remember. They're, they primarily specialise in weapons manufacturing, uh, military contracting, um, uh, military vehicles, that sort of thing. They have facilities over every continent, so it's likely that even if you are from you know East or West Europe, that you would have interacted with them at some point because they do have uh, facilities across the world. Um, they let me just decide what else. You know that there is a branch of Militech that has been working on um, or has been talking about expanding into virtual security as well as physical security, so as well as, um, you know, private, uh, private military and all that sort of stuff, expanding into the virtual space as well. But you don't you, – they've just it's just talk. You don't know if they've done anything mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. um, okay. I'm also interested if in understanding whether there's any connection with that other corporation. So maybe I can I share that bit of intel that I if you would share? like to. Yep. Um, Are you sharing it as as your character or is you sharing it just as players? Oh, um, well, because I don't want to share it in front of mm. um, Nathan. So I guess um, as players. Okay. Yep. Feel yep. free to say it. Yeah. Um, so Lydia is also a fixer and she has a steady paycheck from another corporation called Ara, uh, Arasakan Industries. <gasps> Who is the other mm -hmm. primary combatant in the fourth corporate war. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what I'm wondering is, is there any sort of motivation between the two of those? So whether even Lydia's doing some sort of double deal mm. and is what's starting to happen. Arasaka and Milajek are always... At like each other's throats. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. To the point that they almost... Like they started a worldwide war mm. over it, basically. Um, so, if Militech have gotten um, their hands on a really powerful coder who can do something that we don't understand, then yeah, RSI could probably want to know at least what's going on, if not how to get her back. So, mm. they, so Militech can't get him. Yeah, and even within corporations as well, it's not uncommon for corporation or corporate workers to like spy on themselves as well. So even though you know that Lydia works for Arasaka, yeah, there could be any reason why she's involved in this. Mm. Or there could be no reason at all. Like, mm. yeah. Nathan, question. Mm. Um, Answer it maybe, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I hope you can. Uh, <laughs> how chipped was your sister? What kind of chrome was she rocking? She was rocking mm. it all, man. Anything that she could do to jack in, how, she had it. How, what kind of level are we talking? Like top of the range stuff? Bits and pieces of it, yeah. Like she would save for certain hardware uh, piece by piece. Her her neural stuff was the most advanced she owned. Um, right. So, I mean, this is maybe a little bit beyond me, controls, but is there any way to kind of like track someone's chipset or like chrome? Oh. I don't know. I mean, if it's that high level and she's like an <laughs> internet. Controls just now in Australia. I like it. <laughs> oh, well, no, that was, that was, that was Caleb. Um, <laughs> like, it's just all, it's all a bit beyond me, but, like, surely we can, like, track her somehow, right? We can, I mean, we, we, need, a, we need a good net runner. Yeah. We need. I point to Nathan. Whoa. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, just side note before we go any further. Um, if we're going up against Militech, this is definitely more than a 1,080s job. Well, I mean, we don't know. We, we, wow, that was not, uh, <laughs> no, that we don't know. Well, you're, um, you're going no. for like SNASCAR uh, there or yeah, something. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, well, honey, we don't know what we're dealing with. That's why we need to find it out first. And then maybe we can hit back later with the counter offer if it is a military And we have, situation. we have that little bit of information right now. So we can tread carefully. We know we need to tread carefully. But as Maisie said so eloquently, <laughs> We should proceed uh, cautiously, 
but we don't want you know we don't want Lydia to be knowing to know that we're perhaps onto something. Honey, this is why you're the face. Um, I'll turn to Nathan. Have you tried tracking her? Well, yeah, I, I I tried, and I was able to track part of her. I got a GPS coordinates up. Um, she was taken out of the building. Um, and then I assume in a car cause she couldn't run that fast. Um, she was dro- dr- um, driven all over Watson and she started to head out into towards Japantown, but then it kind of went dark. I don't know what happened. She just blipped out. Yeah. Right. How close she gets to Japantown? Uh, not super close. A uh, couple streets. Tech question. The blipping out, is that likely to be some sort of interference to the signal or that's is that more likely to be something that's happened to her? No, that's why I assumed that she was just blank- blanketed. Yeah, I mean, at this point, she's probably too important to be flatlined. So you got that going for you, buddy. Hey, cool. <laughs> hey, she's not dead. She's alive. We can bring her back. Uh, how close was she to the edge? You said she had some good neural stuff. Yeah, look. I was getting worried about her. Um, she seemed to have a good, uh, she seemed to be down to earth. She seemed to not be tipping over into that psychosis, but I don't know, man, one more, one more upgrade. I, I don't know. Hmm. I'm thinking maybe she just detached and left. I mean, unlikely. It's, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. And it's one, you know, we should consider all possibilities. Well, it's funny you say that. Um, Maisie goes over to the window and she pulls back the curtain and she's like, I'm going to take it y'all didn't put the hole here yourself. Well, I assumed it just happened with the, the door splintering in, something smashed through or something. This I don't know. isn't a smash, honey. Mm. This is a hole. Oh. <laughs> and it's she's a, like, it's like a perfect hole. It's a perfect circle. Yeah. yeah like it's and is it, is it a, just sort of... What yeah, sort it's, of it's, size it's, it? it's about like uh, mm. that sort of just size. Just for the scope. In, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bullet mm. couldn't do that. Who gets this high up on a building? Mm. That's scary. <laughs> um, I'm going to take one final scrounge around this room, mm-hmm. just looking for any scrap. Sure. Uh, yeah. Anything Anything specific? I'm going to just... Any tech, I guess, that's not net runnery. That's not net runnery. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, if I can differentiate, I don't know if I no, can. No, you can, you can differentiate. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot, no. It's okay. mostly to do with... Um, either the architecture that he was talking about that he's okay. created, um, or to do with jacking in. Okay. So there's a lot of there's a lot of cables that presumably connects to his body. Um, there's like a like a little server tower or something, um, which has got like some lights blinking in one corner. But that's it. Okay. Yeah. I get a perfect shot of that server tower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zooming I, in like the like yeah. the bag in American Beauty. Yeah, it's <laughs> the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Um, no, yeah, I just get a nice snap of it and then yeah. Nice. Yeah. But is there anything that's sort of different or missing? I mean, a- apart from the obvious you know, break and enter situation and the missing sister, is there anything that's strange or missing or different in the room? Uh, no, there's not. It's y'all. Uh, yeah, no. It, it's it all looks untouched except for the fact that like the, the there's the two chairs where um, there's like cables and stuff hanging on, which you assume they used to jack in. Um, there's nothing missing that you can tell. Y'all. Uh Get on the wrong side of anybody? Like, do you mm. piss anyone off? Well, I ain't You know, the Ripper Doc, I keep owing him money, but uh, no, no. It's like, we keep to ourselves mostly. We don't go out a lot. We eat from Jan's downstairs. Um, right. Lovely, lovely man. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, Jan's is a chain store. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're talking about Mrs. Ming down there? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Very firm hands. <laughs> um, yeah, we might uh, we might come to the end of this episode. So does anyone want to do anything last minute before we sort of move on from here? You've got a got a cliffhanger to slap on slap on there at all? Um, <laughs> don't have to. Next week, will Callum have settled on an accent <laughs> for control? There we go. That's it. Will Jesse <laughs> finally stick to something? <laughs> We'll be back next week. Thank you. We'll see you then. (laughs) 
Tabletop Unknown is Steph as Kaya Ran, Jonathan as Nikki, Callum as Controls, Jesse as Maisie Lockley, and me, Will, as the GM. The Tabletop Unknown theme is by me, and the Ghost in the Machine theme is Neuromancer by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. And the Metal Storm background music was Six Coffered Nails by Kit Foster. Additional sound effects are from zapsplat.com. We are now powered by the 8-Bit Network and Audio-Technica, so head over to 8bit.net and check out some of Australia's leading podcasters in the pop culture sphere. If you want to write or contact us, you can at tabletopunknowncast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook for any additional info or resources. The next episode will be up next week on the 14th of the 1st, so we will see you then. do it again so Steph what company does Zaya work for Kaya Kaya fuck so Steph